illegal participation on the defense. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot remains first down. This had better be a big play after all of that. Second down at eight, four and a half to go in the half, six nothing Beavers. Jonathan from the right hash from the zone 25, goes back to throw, and throws the out, and it's caught, and it's going to be a big play! Chad Johnson down the left sideline, nobody will catch Chad, and it's a touchdown 75 yards for the Beavers! This is the moment, and right here will tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half in the right hash. Simon's in the handoff, can't cut to the left, first down and more, 30, 25, 20, Simonton on his way, 10, into the end zone, touchdown Beavers, and the streak is going to end here tonight. The snap on target to Nick. he gets a much better punt away here, Sammy Strotter back to his 30 yard line, starts up the middle, gets to the 40, he's got a seam, 45 midfield, 45, 40, he's got a chance to go, 20, 15, 10, 5, Welcome to Illegal Participation, the official podcast of the Heiner Tailgater. Recording this while firmly ensconced at the Heiner Tailgater headquarters, I'm your host and the big bald guy behind the grill, Bill Heine Heinrich. Joining me, as always, from Twin Pines Vineyards and Airbnb, the director of thermodynamic lipid immersion, my co-host and brother, the Beach. Beach, how in the heck are you doing this fine evening? Dude, I'm surviving. It's It's been hell at work and life and everything in general lately. Yeah, but weather's been pretty good, all things considered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like blue skies. Not very warm, only getting into, what, the high 50s? Yeah. But uh, Looks like we might have a dry Halloween. Oh, well, that's rare. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, around here, it's typically put your costume on. Now put your big bundling coat over it so you can't see your costume. Now go out there and get some get some candy, you kids. <laughs> of course, this is the first year they can do that, and they won't be able to because they'll have COVID, and they'll be in their cars driving by while people throw shit through their window. Uh, we've got candy. You're gonna be throwing you're gonna be throwing a large king size butterfingers through people's windows as they drive by. I'm not throwing anything. Oh, you gonna let them come to your door? I have no problem with that. Is this a protest? Is this a Halloween protest? Quite possibly, could be. <laughs> could be. No, no, none of my neighbors. I only got I've got like three three neighbor kids. Well, and how many of them? Like, yeah, you could probably just protest. Oh, you could just go to Seven Eleven and pick up a couple bars and call it good. Probably, yeah. Maybe Reese's peanut butter cups. Everybody, well, everybody but Lisa Trump likes Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. How I, I don't like her anymore. What'd she do to you? How can you not like Reese's peanut butter cups? I don't know. That is like the best candy bar. She also doesn't eat meat like steak. She'll eat like other meat, but she doesn't like beef. Which means she can't enjoy a double-double. Now see, so. Peyton's not a huge beef eater, but he does love a good burger. 
Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, see, and you know me, I'm the same way too. I mean, I I typically choose poultry over steak. Yeah, and that, but, that's 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 Peyton. Yeah, but I mean, I will have a steak on occasion. Like I like a filet mignon, mm-hmm. but I'm not a big fan of a ribeye or anything like that. Yeah. So not right my on. thing, but that's what makes the world go round, and that's why we eat all parts of the the animal. That's I mean, right. Imagine if all we wondered was the ass. So anyway. Purpose of legal participation is for us to talk beaver sports, tailgating, and anything else we find interesting every week. Beach, um, we you're do not you're not bringing your A game today at all. Not at all. Um, <laughs> so we do have a little bit of listener feedback this week, Beach. We got an email. Is it from our fan? Well, so Beach, we had a we got an email from Chris Sullivan. He says to us, dropping you guys a line to let you know I'm a listener since the beginning. So count me among the three. Great job. Keep it up. Go Beavs, Sully. So I was like, I don't think I know a Chris Sullivan. So I emailed him back. I said, that's great. You can be our official number three. So how'd you hear about us? Tell us about you. OSU alum, what do you do? I need to let my wife know that me talking on my computer to my brother every week isn't a futile endeavor. (laughs) And so Chris replied, I think someday I researched or I searched OSU podcasts it's been years, so my phone just downloads it. OSU alum, 1998, Sigma Nu. I worked for IBM, been there for years. Great to listen to you guys. So, hey, he can be our official number. Like, Well, he's actually going to be like five or six, I think. Well, because we, we, we got – well, Catherine re- listens to us over in Idaho pretty religiously. I know that. Greg, Greg listens to us. Yeah. God knows why because he sees us at the tailgaters. Yeah. And uh, unless he's just trying to get an update on the menu. Could be. And uh, – and uh, let's see, Keely and Ginger are usually listeners once in a while. I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so. uh, and then Kyle, of course. I hate, I hate you, Kyle. <laughs> he doesn't get a number. No. He's, 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 like, he's like the half host, like two and a yeah. half men kind of thing. Pretty much. So, okay. Well, well, thank you, Sully, for uh, listening. We appreciate it. If we had some kind of gift to give you, we probably send it, but we're, we're our sponsors haven't really been forthcoming with payments. Yeah, no doubt. So anyway, all right, Billy, will we get any other messages? Is Sully going to come to our tailgater? Um, I don't believe so. He didn't, he wasn't uh, RSVP in to try and get into the tailgater. So. Okay. Well, well you can, if, if it sounds good, if you want to join us uh, in a weekend and well, about, what about a, Week and a half, well, I guess, but, right? But yeah, but we have to talk about that too, Beej. So okay. this will bring us into our news segment. Uh, not a lot of obviously uh, Beaver sports news because nothing ha- is happening other than football mm-hmm. practice. Um, not a lot of Pac-12 news because nothing is happening except football practice. But Beej, the one thing that did happen is they announced the kickoffs for the week one of the Pac-12 football season. Okay. So all the so games, tell, tell all the games okay. next week are on Saturday. Um, first up, Arizona State at number twenty-one USC at nine a.m. on Fox. Are, are we uh, picking teams at this point? Because it almost sounds like you're ready to pick a team. No, this will be for next week. Okay. Uh, right. Oh, okay. Now, and then we also had Arizona at Utah at one o'clock on ESPNU. UCLA at Colorado at four o'clock on ESPN two. Stanford at number fourteen Oregon at 4.30 on ABC. Washington at Cal at 7.30 on ESPN. And Washington State at Oregon State at 7.30 on FS1. So 
so you can, if you're watching, we could actually have two games going at once, Washington Cal and Wazoo at Oregon State. Possibly. Yep, yep, yep. Now, Beads, that means we have to talk about next week because Mm -hmm. you do have guests staying at the Airbnb. I do have guests staying at the Airbnb. Have you heard back from those guests? I have not. Um, I think it was Alyssa, I believe, is staying with uh, at the Airbnb next Saturday. And uh, I think they're heading on their way to the coast, and I'm just a layover. And I don't uh, – I, I kind of made my, my case made. We'll see what, uh, see what she says. I mean, ultimately, I wouldn't think we're going to be – well, I don't know. We could be loud. Uh, and I would think the game starting at 730 is probably going to take us to about 11 at night, correct? Probably. Okay. And I did an, did an ex, extend an invitation to Alyssa and her guest if they wanted to join us for the tailgater, uh, if they're if they're not uh, COVID fearful, and because uh, I mean there's going to be food and Oregon State football. I mean honestly, who turned that down? True. Yeah. I mean, and we're talking not just f- food, but we're like Heinrich tailgater food with mm-hmm. mac and cheese. And that's some damn good mac and cheese. Completely agree. The the yeah. So anyway, but we'll see. Uh, so I I'm still going forward with it. I think it's just going to be a matter of uh, uh, extend courtesies to my guests upstairs. Okay. Did, did, so. so she didn't get back to you? Not that I've seen. I didn't see any messages back. Um, Anyways, well, well, if if it because if worse comes to worse, beach, we can always do it at Greg's place. Yeah, I, I think it'll be fine up here. I think it'll be good. I just got blinds installed in the uh, in the barn so that we won't have the light coming through the upper windows. So that'll keep it a darker, a little bit darker view. So the projection will work well. Cool. Now, are we going to – well, I guess we need to talk about the total count that we have. Are we going to need to put out a bigger tent or are we just going to just use the barn? Well, I think we probably should open up the barn anyway. Think so? Yes. Okay. Because you think we're going to have that many people or what? How many people do you want to keep in there? Um, well, we've got, you know, theoretically nine, nine chairs that are good. And then we've got, you know, other chairs that we can add. How many do people do you think we're going to have so far? Do we have a total count? Well, you've got you, me, mm-hmm. possibly Jess, mm-hmm. Greg and Greg. Alan, Gibby. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, Dwayne and Monica, uh huh. Dave and Kurt. Kurt. Oh, so oh there's there's some fans. So we're we're getting out to about fifteen right now. That's ten by my count, but you know you do your math your way. But uh, that takes us to twelve right there. Oh, uh, Doug That's, and Jana. Oh, there you go. I counted them, but didn't didn't say. So. Okay, there you go. All right, so up to twelve, we might, and I don't know, we might. Uh, Bruce might come down, but being said it's a late game, he might not. Yeah. So so we're going to have about 15 people. Yeah, we might be able to make it work. I just I, My thought is because it's going to be a 7.30 game, it's going to get cold. And so by keeping the door shut, it's going to be a little bit warmer in there. Mm-hmm. So, and we can uh, we can also move the uh, foosball table out of the way and make more space. So, But it's just, it's just more people crammed up in a – place with in a no, fairly small place yeah yeah and i don't know how comfortable people will be with that okay well we'll we'll fake it and see what see how people take it so okay. 
Do we need to have a? Do we need to do temperatures before people come in? You got a gun? I used to have a gun. I don't know what happened to it. Had a little laser gun that would take temperatures on, you know, surface temperatures. But I don't know how that good that is. I had to. I've gone into like three businesses though, selling them trucks that uh, have all tested me before I walk in with a little little scanner. So that's always fun. So, um, anyway, I think we'll anyway uh, we'll figure something out. Does that work? That sounds good. Okay, so we're we're figuring roughly about fifteen people. Well, right now we might get a few more. Okay. All right. So, well, let's, we'll keep people posted. Okay. Well, and what what if we get over fifteen? Then we can put up the big tent and put up uh, we'll put up the walls, put a heater out there. Could. Yeah. It's so. up to you. Okay. All right. We'll figure it out. Okay. So what's next? Uh, that's it. The show's over. We're done. No. That's it because I hear your teletype running. Oh, son of a gun. I'm going a little bit deaf. I'm sorry about that. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh, hold on more. Oh, a little bit more. That's a long one. That's what she said. Hey, Billy. Yes, Billy. This just in. Coronavirus hits U of O ducks. 81 weekend cases in Lane County, including five positive COVID-19 tests within the University of Oregon football team. When asked where the players may have contracted the virus when doing contact tracing, the anonymous players all said the same thing. That bitch said she was clean. We should have saved our money for some herb. And this has been your Heinrich Tailgater update from Eugene. Wow. Okay, didn't see it going that way. Yeah, I guess they had a little outbreak down there over the weekend. Right on. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they have have like five players? Test positive. That's what I just said. A test positive for what? We're not sure, right? Well, that was just a COVID-19 test. It wasn't for STD. Okay. Making sure. <laughs> you know, what what happens in Eugene stays in Eugene. Yeah. Except herpes. That shit follows you everywhere. There you go. All right, Beach. Are you ready to go under further review for week number eight in the NCAA? After further review, the runner did... Cross the line. Touchdown. Uh, yeah, do tell. Right on, Beach. First up, let me see here. I gotta get my scores out. I got so much crap on. My I, I, again, you're 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 playing a C game at best today. Ugh. Why? Did you watch? On a side note, you just don't seem to be with it. Did you see that that they called it the four four Bedoying, uh goalpost oh, miss? Oh, I did see that. I have never seen that happen in my life. For those of you that know what we're talking about, uh, I don't remember what game that was. It was a college game. And it was Eastern, Eastern middle, Eastern middle Tennessee. I don't know. Some weird, weird little rice and some other, was it some middle, let me look middle Tennessee state. Yeah. I think that's what it was. And I think they've had a rough year because I think they had a couple other issues earlier this season, but yeah, it is. It was Rice versus 
the quadruple doink game winning field goal or game losing field goal. Yeah, it could have been a game winning field goal. It was against Middle Tennessee, yeah. And so I've never seen that happen. He, the dude, kicked the ball. It looked like it was going to make it, and it f- faded off to the right. It hit the upright, bounced down, bounced Onto off the, the crossbar. Uh huh. Bounced up, hit the other upright, bounced back, hit the crossbar again, and then fell out. It fell in into the field. Yeah, it fell as out opposed from- to oh. It, yeah, it fell it back instead of going over. It fell back. Yeah, yeah, it didn't go through. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen I didn't, that happen. I, I didn't know a ball could even do that. Yeah. So when when you think about all the angles that it's hitting, the fact that it can hit the thing four, one, two, three, yeah, four times before it falls out. Mm-hmm. So. Alrighty, Beach. Well, coming into this week with our picks, you were in third place at twenty-two out of thirty-three. Mm-hmm. But it caught up with me a little bit. Kyle mm-hmm. was in second place at 23 out of 33, catching up with me a little bit. I was in mm-hmm. first place, but falling back at 25 out of 33. All righty, mm-hmm. Beach. This, this is where I made my big move, and I took the lead, isn't it? So, Beach, up first, we had Nebraska at the Ohio State University. Who'd you take? Hold on. i got to look at my little cheat sheet because I think I wrote it down. Let's see if I did or not. Oh, damn it! I didn't. I show uh, I show Clemson at uh, George George Tech. That's been a few. Who, who doesn't um, have I think their I took, game? Uh, I suck, dude. I just I've always sucked. There's no expectations for me at this thing. Okay. Yeah, true. I show up. I I I make uh, I make funny little dialogue. I, I, I bring the sexy back to this thing. That's why all the bitches love this show. Okay. That's why we got like a 50% female audience because of me. Um, I don't know. I'm guessing uh, I took Nebraska. You took Nebraska. So did Kyle. I took the Ohio State University. Mm-hmm. Quarterback and Heisman Trophy front runner Justin Fields completed 20 of 21 passes for 276 yards and two touchdowns Saturday as number five Ohio State pulled away from Nebraska 52-17 to at Ohio Stadium in the season opener for the Big Ten schools. Now, Fields also ran for 54 yards and 15 carries and had a 17-yard TD run in the third quarter. That was quickly followed by a 55-yard fumble recovery in return for a score by cornerback Seven banks as the Buckeyes blew open a game that was tied at 14 midway through the second quarter. Now, Nebraska quarterback Adrian Martinez completed 12 of 15 passes for 105 yards and rushed 13 times for 85 yards and and a TD. Freshman backup quarterback Luke McCaffrey had 80 rushing yards on nine carries. Ohio State led 24-14 at the half, despite falling behind 7-0 when Nebraska went 75 yards in four plays on the first possession of the game. McCaffrey lined up at tailback and had a 47-yard run before Martinez ran it in from the 10. I'm still just impressed by the 20 out of 21 passes. Yeah. It's pretty good. So, So, yeah. So you get a point there, Kyle and I suck correct we get a suck right yeah we get a suck okay mm-hmm. next okay beach next up we had north carolina state at north carolina Ooh, the battle of the carolinas um 
I think I took I took the latter. North Carolina? I think I did, didn't I? Yep, so did I. Kyle, however, took North Carolina State. Javante Williams rushed for three touchdowns as host number 14 North Carolina overwhelmed number 23 North Carolina State 48-21 on Saturday afternoon in Chapel Hill. Williams, who scored on second-half runs of 1, 5, and 27 yards, finished with 160 yards on 19 carries, and Michael Carter had a 16-yard touchdown run and 106 yards rushing on, 100, on 17 attempts. Quarterback Sam Howell completed 18 of 29 passes for 252 yards and one touchdown for the Tar Heels. So you and I picked up the win on that one. Well, that's good. Yeah. All right, Beach, up next, Pitt at Notre Dame. Ooh, Pitt at Notre Dame. God dang, who did I pick on this one? I want to say I, I – did I pick Notre Dame? Nope. I took Pitt. Correct. Okay, mainly because I'm not a big fan of Notre Dame. Yeah, I have I mean, a hard time accepting that. That's kind of why I like to pick some of these games because they're teams that I don't necessarily care for. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's why I didn't. So Notre Dame probably run, but I picked Pitt because I really just don't like Notre Dame. Yep, you took Pitt. Kyle and I took Notre Dame. How that work out for me? Ian Book passed for 312 yards and three touchdowns. Two of it, two of which went to Ben Scourneck. And number three Notre Dame rolled past host Pittsburgh, 45 to three, in an ACC conference showdown Saturday night. The Irish got three interceptions from its defense, each one by Bo Bauer, Jeremiah Wasukamora and Nick McLeod. And Isaiah Foskey blocked a punt and recovered it for a special teams TD. Notre Dame remained undefeated as it nears its potential showdown with number one Clemson in two weeks. Well, Cotton, my strategy's not working too well. Nope, you didn't win there. Kyle and I picked up the point, though. Up next, Beach, Iowa State at Oklahoma State. Ooh. Um... Did I take Iowa State? You did. Kyle and I, however, took Oklahoma State. That doesn't sound like a good decision on my part. Quarterback Spencer Saunders returned from injury to account for two touchdowns as number six Oklahoma State held on for a 24-21 win over number 17 Iowa State on Saturday in Big 12 play in Stillwater. Well, at least it wasn't an ass whooping. Sanders, who missed two games after suffering an ankle injury early in the opener against Tulsa, completed 20 of 29 passes for 235 yards with one TD and two interceptions. He also ran for 71 yards in the score. Chubba Hubbard carried 25 times for 139 yards for the Cowboys. Who was that? What was his name? Chubba Hubbard. Hmm. Maybe it's Chuba. I just want to hear you say it again. Now, the Cyclones mostly stalled after tying the game early at 14 in the second half, but Brock Purdy connected with Xavier Hutchinson on a 20-yard TD with 49 seconds to go. Oklahoma State receiver Tylen Wallace easily recovered the ensuing onside kick to seal the win. So Kyle and I pick up the win there. You, however, Beach, did not. What was his name again, Billy? Chuba Hubbard. Oh, okay. Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, I'm, All right, I'm, Beach. I'm, I'm, I'm having a good night, Billy. Yeah. Up next, Beach, South Carolina <laughs> at LSU. Ooh, LSU. Go Tiger. Um, <laughs> Go Tiger. <laughs> the, uh, LSU. Yes, and so did I, and so did Kyle. 
Freshman T.J. Finley passed for 265 yards and two TDs in his college debut as host LSU defeated South Carolina 52-24 in an SEC game Saturday night. Finley, starting in place of injured Miles Brennan, completed 17 of 21 passes and ran for a TD. His touchdown passes went to Terrence Marshall Jr., giving him nine TD catches for the season as the Tigers improved to 2-2. Two and two. Jason Emery Jr. and Tyron Davis-Price also had touchdown runs, and LSU got a touchdown from its defense and its special teams. Wow. Uh, Kevin Harris rushed for 126 yards and two TDs for the Gamecocks. Well, you said Gamecocks. Um, that's awesome. I agree. Everybody gets a everybody gets a point. That's right. Yeah. Offense and, can't do it all. And, nope. And up last, Beach, Michigan at Minnesota. Mm. Oh, you know, they say if uh, they say Detroit is the asshole of America. Did you know that? No, I figured it was you. Nope, nope. Detroit is the asshole of America. And if Detroit is the asshole of America, Flint is 50 miles up it. Um, The uh, yeah. What was this? Michigan versus who? Versus Minnesota. Minnesota. Playing for the Little Brown Jug. That's the Screaming Eagles, right? That's Minnesota State. Oh, okay. Forgot. Um, I think it took Michigan. You did. Kyle and I, however, took Minnesota. Hassan Haskins led a punishing attack with 82 yards and two TDs and number 18 Minnesota. Hassan Haskins led a punishing rushing attack with 82 yards and two TDs, and number 18 Michigan rolled past number 21 Minnesota 49 to 24 at Minneapolis in the season opener for both teams as the Big Ten returned to the football field Saturday afternoon. Making his first career start, Wolverines quarterback Joe Milton completed 15 of 22 passes for 225 yards and a TD and rushed for 52 yards and another score. Michigan gained 253 yards on 31 carries, an 8.3 average, and scored five rushing touchdowns. For the Golden Gophers, Muhammad Ibrahim rushed for 140 yards and two TDs. Quarterback Tanner Morgan threw for 197 yards and a touchdown and was picked off once. Game was close Um, until about the middle of the third quarter. So in any of these games that we're talking about, I'm assuming there's no fans allowed in any of these stadiums. Uh, some of the stadiums have a few. Um, I know the the Pac-10, Pac-12 is going to allow it um, based on like you can get family in. Okay. Yeah, but uh, some like, of like so players and coaches, families only. Yeah. Okay. Yep. What um, do they pump in any noise? I mean, do they, they pump in like sound of fans or anything? Cause it's gotta be weird to watch it on television, not having that background noise. Yeah. There's not Oh Dang. That's, that's freaky. Yeah. Some, some of the, some of the schools have their bands there and that kind of stuff. So there kind is, of feels like there is some stuff it, going on. Kind of feels like the blip from, uh, from, uh, Endgame? infinite war. Yeah, yeah. From an infinity war. Yeah. yeah. All right, beach. So you got the win there. Kyle and I did not. But so, still, my strategy did not really work out for me on this one. So, Beej, you went three out of six. Okay. Kyle went three out of six. Okay. I went five out of six. You suck. So, you are 25 out of 39. Kyle, I hate you, Kyle, is at 26 out of 39. 
mm-hmm. and I am at 30 out of 39. Wow, you've only missed nine games? Nine times. Nine times. Nine times. Well, that, that Ferris Bueller, he's a really righteous dude. Yep. <laughs> All right, Beach. Uh, let's look at the Pac-12 in the polls. I, I wonder if people get my humor or if they just kind of smile and nod and let me just move on. Pretty much. That's what I do most of the time. All right, Beach. Uh, first Sneezers, up. The zip heads. Yeah. The dweebs. Right. First up, Beach. Uh, so we got the AP poll. Oregon fell one spot without playing to number 14. USC jumped, jumped three spots to number 21. Without you playing. know, their performance in the offseason has been impre- impressive. <laughs> exactly. Jumped up three old <laughs> spots. And Utah, Washington, Arizona State, and Cal are all in the others receiving votes category. In the coaches poll, Oregon remained at 15. USC moved up three spots without playing to number 20. And mm-hmm. Utah, Arizona State, Cal, and Stanford are all in the others receiving votes category. I heard – have you watched the uh, – did you watch the uh, Umbrella Academy? I have not seen it, no. Oh, you should see it because that would make more sense if I gave you said, I heard a rumor. It's part of the show. It's, you guys say, I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. Uh, anyway, yeah, I heard a rumor that uh, Oregon State might have some potential this year, according to Canzano. I think so. I mean, with the way they ended last year, everyone was kind of thinking that. Yeah, they, they just, there was an article. I didn't read it. I just saw a little posting on my Facebook or some shared article that said that, uh, there is some potential. They're thinking they could uh, do well in the North. Let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope. I just like to win more than more than we lose. Maybe do a little bowling. Go to a bowl game, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, what else we got, Billy? Um, well, Beach, it is now time for the Tommy Tuberville. What's he think I look like? A jackass? You sure do. <laughs> jackass of the Week Award. Every like every week, we like to discuss a person in college football who exemplifies the truly worst in sportsmanship, leadership, or just being a fan. This week, Beach, it's going to a coach. Is it Tommy Tuberville? No, not Tommy Tuberville. He's not coaching anymore. He was actually running for Congress here a while back. Actually, I think oh, he was running he for the Senate. Um, did he win? I don't know. Now that you ask me that, I don't know. Let's see. Tommy. Some more stuff I got to edit out. Tuberville. Just- yeah, just look up Tom. Just look up Senator Tommy Tupperville. Candidate for Senate. Yeah, he is the Republican nominee for Senate from Alabama. Oh, really? I wonder what his odds are winning are. Um, as of a day ago, he has a 13-point lead over Doug Jones. Really? Yeah. So. Anyway, Beach, this, so, this, so it looks like we're going to have to uh, give people update after election day. See who, uh, you know, put put that on your notes for uh, next week. Well, are Beach, we are we going to record on election night? Well, unless you got a chance Monday. But then how are we going to give people an update on Tommy Tuberville? I can cut it in. Because we'll have to be the Senator Tommy Tuberville jackass of the week award. Possibly. Oh, that'd be awesome. Okay, we might need to cut that in. So, Beach, uh, we are giving it this week to a coach. 
In the Ohio State-Nebraska game, Beach, Ohio State coach Ryan Day apologized to Nebraska for the Buckeyes' offense not taking a knee in the final seconds of Saturday's 52-17 win at Ohio Stadium. Now, leading 45-17 in the final minute, the Buckeyes reached the Nebraska two-yard line. Now, rather than take a knee, freshman quarterback Jack Miller ran into the end zone. Mm -hmm. So Day said, quote, I feel bad about that. I had a younger quarterback in the game, and I didn't feel like we had the personnel to take the knee, and I probably should have done that. So I just want to publicly apologize to them, to Scott, him meaning Nebraska coach uh, Mm -hmm. Scott Frost. Now, Frost did not address Ohio State's final touchdown of the game. He did take a timeout with three seconds left to play to, to run a final game himself. Now, Day said he would contact Frost to apologize. The two coaches do have a good relationship, and Frost on Monday praised Day and Ohio State for joining Nebraska in the fight to reinstate the Big Ten season. So, Beach, this whole thing is just, one, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's a football game, mm-hmm. Division One. Mm-hmm. If you don't like how much the other team's scoring, stop mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Pure and simple. It's not, your, it's not their job to stop themselves. It's your job to stop them. Correct. And, and, games, and then the game's not over until the final seconds go, and every player deserves an opportunity to score. Well, every player deserves an opportunity to play, right? Yeah, yeah, including defense. Including defense and including offense, especially if you've got a lone quarterback that's out there. He doesn't want mm-hmm. to just – he wants to go out there and make some plays. Yeah, and, 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 and as a defender, who doesn't want to try to stop a goal, goal line stand? Exactly. And as a as an offensive player, you just want to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Now, the whole thing that really pisses me off about this, one, you shouldn't have to apologize for any of that. And two, if you're going to apologize, apologize. Don't come up with some bullshit excuse. I don't feel like we had the personnel to take the knee. What kind of personnel do you need in there to take a knee? Well, you need, you need well, 11 guys on the field. Maybe Colin Kaepernick. I you don't line, know. You, <laughs> wow. You line up and you take a knee. You don't need some special personnel package for that. Hmm. That's just the dumbest excuse I've ever heard. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a, what do you, it's it's a backhanded compliment. God, Billy, you don't look like shit today. Yeah, I guess it's just stupid. <laughs> it's just stupid. I mean, if just well, say, well, hey, I, I all they'd have to say is, look, we're just out there calling our game, playing our game. I'm trying to get my guys meaningful can, reps. Can, can I say something too, though? It might have come up because uh, the press pushed the issue. Like, why'd you run it in on the last play, coach? Then you just oh, say, you know, I'm giving my uh, players, it, I'm giving my players meaningful reps. Yeah, but in my view, sometimes the the uh, press shouldn't ask stupid questions. Yeah. Anyways, you I know. just I just think that was stupid. And oh, well, to say we say didn't again? have the person what was, what was to do again? it. What did you say again? Kung flu? Is that what was it? <laughs> Kung flu? Okay. Pretty much. All right. <laughs> Anyways, so to Coach Ryan Day for having such a dumbass excuse, you get this week's Tommy Tuberville. <laughs> Jackass of the week award. All right. Beach, it is now time for our musical interlude. Ooh, it's your turn, Billy. It What'd is, you pick? It is my turn. Well, Beach, I picked a little song off of the album Red Voodoo. Red Voodoo. Yep. Sounds like a Sammy Hagar album. Actually, Sammy Hagar and the Wabaritas. Ooh. 
Now, once Hagar uh, finished touring in support of his Marching to Mars album, which is the album he put out right after he broke with Van Halen, he and didn't record, you go see him in concert and it pissed you off because he played the same song at the beginning and the end of the concert? It pissed off my ex-wife. Okay. She thought it was crap that he played the same song twice. Uh-huh. I didn't care. It was a good show. I I, I remember that. Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah. Okay. It was a lot of fun. Now, right after, so after Marching to Mars, he recorded this album. Red Voodoo is an extent, is really an extension of the party atmosphere that permeated Hagar's concerts on that tour. And this album has the whimsical party vibe. So, Beads, that part, that album, it, we went and saw it um, in Eugene at the little amphitheater just across the river from um, Autzen Stadium. I can't remember what the name of that little amp, Day Amphitheater, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's right there. And it was great. It was outside. It was warm. It was a party. You know, there was a bar there. It was it was it was a heck of a lot of fun. He was ha- he was mixing up uh, wabaritas, which are his margaritas that are just basically tequila and lime juice. He was mm-hmm. mixing them right there on the on the stage, and it was it was a party. It was great. So um, this song was the lead single, and it almost served as a commercial for Hager's other career endeavor, which was his Cabo Wabo tequila, which was being distributed throughout the United States. Now, in this song, Hagar sings about a trip to Baja, Mexico, where he has some good times while enjoying some shots of his favorite beverage, what he calls his vitamin T. Now, Hagar was serious about his tequila. In 96, he founded Cabo Wabo tequila, which was served in his bar, Cabo Wabo, in Cabo San Lucas. Now, it was good stuff made by a family in Mexico that had been doing it for generations. When Hager had it imported to the United States, it became a popular premium brand. Now, Beach, in 2007, Sammy sold 80% of the company to Campari for a cool $80 million. He sold the rest of his stake in 2010 for another $11 million. Hmm. Now, in this song, Beach, he uses the line, she did a mean Macarena to the funky cold Medina. That's a reference to two hits from the 90s, the Macarena by Los Del Rio and Funky Cold Medina by Tone Loke. Now, now Hager doesn't mention his Cabo Wabo brand in the song, which kept him in accordance with various broadcast regulations that keep artists from promoting their products. And when he sings... Got that Cabo Wabo going on in the one song. He didn't own Cabo Wabo yet, correct? Um, well, it wasn't distributed in the United States yet. Okay. So it was. At it that was, point, it was only being sold at his uh, bar, at Cabo Wabo, the bar. And, and since he wasn't quite promoting it directly in there and he didn't own it at the time, he's grandfathered in, and that's why we can listen to it on the radio. Sweet! So, Beach. You know what song we're going to listen to? Oh, I'm guessing Mas Tequila, but I'm not sure. That's right. So here is Sammy Hagar and the Wabaritas with Mas Tequila.
All right, Beach. That was a good one. You, you know, I, I think you and I have always chatted. You know, one thing about Sammy Hagar, when he comes into a, a room, he does always look like he's a party. Oh, yeah. You know, his, his, his crazy blonde hair, usually wearing sunglasses, and just a, a, a bigger-than-life personality. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's so, funny because anyway. he's the same age as Dad. I know. Again, I sit here. Steven Tyler, <laughs> Sammy Hagar. Is Gene Simmons also the same age as Dad? Oh, he might be. Let me yeah, see. Yeah, I mean. Gene Simmons' but. age is 71. Oh, okay, he's, he's a so year younger than Dad. A little year younger than Dad. 1949. Ozzy's 71. Okay. Paul Stanley, 68. All, look at all these guys still going at that age. Yeah. You know, Ozzy, I don't know how he goes. I think he's pretty much a zombie now. But uh, it's amazing that he's still upright. Yeah. You know, the Rolling Stones, really, when you think about it, I mean, they're the old sons of bitches because half these guys looked up to the Rolling Stones growing up and the Rolling Stones are still touring. So kind of. How old is Mick Jagger? They got to be in their late 70s, maybe early 80s. Jagger's 77. Okay, And how about uh, Keith Richards? Uh, Keith Richards age 76 and his liver is a 572 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's just crazy just crazy so. alrighty Beach uh, we're now out of time to this is our last week of non-Pac-12 picks next week it'll be all Pac-12 picks so okay. are we going to end are we going to keep carrying in or are we going to start over next week with Pac-12? Oh, let let Kyle make that decision. Okay. Kyle, when you hear this, you get to decide. Do we keep going okay. from here on out, or do we start with a clean slate? So do I win this half, or do we keep going? I'm, I I personally think we need to cut it in half. Okay, maybe we'll. Yeah, but make let Kyle make the decision. Okay. Kyle, if you make the wrong decision, you're going to get a cock punch. Okay. <laughs> Uh, people don't understand how serious cock punches are. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So beach. Um, I'm up here. Let's see. Okay. I got Kyle's picks. All right, here we go. So first up beach, we have number 24, Oklahoma at Texas tech. Hmm. How is Texas tech? Are Not they ranked. good at, they're not ranked. Are they good? Are they, are they got potential or are they, like potential. The, are, are they like the Beavers circa 1986? I don't think anyone's that bad. Yeah. Hmm. Let's go with Oklahoma. Okay. I too am taking Oklahoma. Kyle says my dad was a red Raider, Texas tech. Ooh, Kyle. Okay. Next up, Michigan state at Michigan. Oh, to Michigan State at Michigan. I think I'll take Michigan. All right, too, I'm taking Michigan. Kyle says, call me Wolverine. So three Michigans. Next up, Beach, number what, nine. He have done, couldn't he have done something like off of like Red Dawn? That would have been better. Wolverines. Wolverines. Okay, yeah. next up, Beach, number nine, Wisconsin. At Nebraska. 
I was always seriously concerned about a uh, communist threat when I was a kid. Mainly because of Red Dawn. Mm-hmm. I was waiting. I was always wanting to look out my windows at my schools and seeing the paratroopers come in and take us. Mm-hmm. Anyway, goddamn commies. Um, okay. Um, Wisconsin versus Nebraska. You know what? I think Frost came from Oregon, didn't he? Yep. How's he been doing since he's been there? Because he took over for Riley, didn't he? Meh. He was at well, he was at Oregon, and then he was the head coach at UCF, and then he went up to Nebraska. Okay. Hmm. Or Wisconsin. You know what? I'm going to go with Nebraska. They're at home. Okay. I am taking Wisconsin. Kyle says Wisconsin. Wisconsin. All right. Three games left. Up next, Beach, LSU at Auburn. And I'm going to tell you right now, I say, go Tiger. I'm going to take Auburn. Kyle says, go Tiger. Two games left. Up next, Mississippi State at number two, Alabama. I'm going to take the voice from Greenbow. Okay. All right, two, I'm taking Alabama. Kyle says, which is better, Crimson Tide or the Hunt for Red October? Alabama. I truly liked, uh, I think I think Hunt for Red October is far better than Crimson Tide. I liked them both. But they're both good. You, you, did you know that uh, they uh, when they were originally shooting the Hunt for Red October, uh, they had to figure out a, a wig to put on the bald... Um, um, Kyle Dang, why is his name escaping me? James Bond. Um, Sean Connery. Uh-huh. And so Sean Connery picked out his own wig and it had a ponytail on it. And they shot the first few scenes and then they said, yeah, this really isn't working well. And so then they had a costume designer uh, pick out the wig for him. You know, and that's when he's uh-huh. kind of got the tight haircut. But then, like, a year later, he used that ponytail wig again, and I think the movie was called The Medicine Man. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. A little, little fun fact I learned yeah, on, they, on, they, on the social media yeah, the other day. The, the, the Russians wouldn't let a ponytail on a sub no. in the 80s, I don't think. Yeah. Damn All right, Beach. Last up for the week, number three, Ohio State, at number 18, Penn State. Ooh. Because Penn State lost last week to Indiana. Did you see the end of that game? No, I did not. Oh, wow, Beach. It was a great game. So so Indiana goes in last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Beach, the game looked over for Indiana when it uh, failed on 4th and 21 with 142 left. Now, they were trailing by one. The Hoosiers allowed Penn State running back Devin Ford to score on the next play. Now, Ford tried to stop before hitting in the end zone, but his momentum took him across the goal line. Now, the 14-yard touchdown run, an extra point, made the score 28-20 to and allowed Indiana an opportunity to tie. Seven plays later, Indiana quarterback Michael Penix Jr. scored on a one-yard run. Then he ran in the two-point conversion to force OT. Wow. Now, after Penn State scored a touchdown in the first overtime, 
Penix hit Stevie Scott III for a nine-yard touchdown. Then Hoosiers coach Tom Allen went for the win, and Penix dove into the end zone on the two-point conversion to secure the victory. Peach, can, do you, are you on your computer? Um, I can be. You need to look up the Indiana-Penn State final play. What, what made this so amazing? Because, so they're going for two, and the quarterback's got the ball, and he starts to scramble, and he starts running to his left to get the pylon, and you've just got to watch the final play. Does he just like? Does he like cut? Cut? Does he stop Dude, short? Just, just watch. No, just watch. Okay, hold on. My computer's a little slow. No problem. Are you kidding me? Did you see him dive? That's his. No, I've got a still photo of his stretch. Yeah. To break the plane. Oh, he just barely hits that pylon with the ball as he's going down. I mean, it was amazing, amazing play. Phenomenal effort. I mean, that was all on that guy right there. Wow. Let was, me, uh, like I said, I'm looking at the final. Uh, yeah. It's it's a. Uh, let me let me go back and see if there's a video of this thing because I just it's just a final shot. So take Nevit. For those of anyone that hasn't seen it, go look at it because it's just a a great effort. Sometimes you need a you know an amazing effort to win a game, and that's what that was on that play. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Got a minute and 15 here to watch. Let's see what this thing does. Makes you wonder what we did before YouTube, Google. I mean, it's like I don't even know how to find the place anymore without. Oh, here we go. Collapsed. Collapsed on, but he found a hole. He's running. Wow. Holy crap. Honestly, he got in. He did. It was, a, it, like I said, great effort. Yeah, he might have been out of bounds, but I don't think he was. But yeah, because I mean, all you have to do is get a, bu a bump over it, and I think maybe he broke the white before it hit the. That's awesome! Mm -hmm. Wow. Still, what a great game. I agree. Anyways, so and 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 even better to have it happen at home, even though there's probably nobody in the stands to appreciate that, which is absolutely pathetic. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. Great. It was a great, great play. So. Anyways, Beach, that brings us to our final game. Ohio, number three, Ohio State at number 18, Penn State. Kyle says, way to go, Ohio. I, too, am taking the OSU. Who are you taking, Beach? Um, I think I will take uh, – this is the Ohio, the Ohio State, not just Ohio State, right? Correct. Yeah, I'll take the Ohio State. Okay, you got us all down. All right, Beach. Well, that's about all, all I right, got we for good? this week. Do you have anything else? We're, we we got to kind of finalize these plans. Um, I want you to post something next week or tomorrow about there still being room if people want to come join us. Yes. With the seven thirty so kickoff, what do you want me to do? just post something yes. that 
that there is, you know, it is a 7.30 kickoff, and we know that might okay. prevent some people from wanting to come. So we're just asking everyone for their their final uh, requests. Tally? Yeah. Okay. Tally? Sounds good. I will put something out you might put out tomorrow. Please. Okay. I will write something up. Right on. I'll add a fun picture. Sounds good. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to show number 148 of League Participation. If you'd like to comment, send a suggestion, or ask a question, there are a few ways to get in touch with us. HeinrichTailgator at gmail.com. At HeinrichTailgator on Twitter. HeinrichTailgator on Facebook. Remember to listen and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. Also, leave a rating and review. Beach, I've got the hiccups again. Really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is twice today. So, uh, thanks for being here. Next week, we'll finally have some big there's a Pac-12 football talk. I'm excited. You sound? Oh, I'm excited, Billy. There you go. Alrighty, we'll have some more, and we'll have actually six Pac-12 games to talk about, so it'll be good. And until next week, here's a great big Go Bees. Go to go to the uh, um, hold on just a second. Could you guys keep it down? Trying to record a podcast here. Jeez, you're standing right outside my door. Talking what jackasses? I mean, what kind of parents do they have? Oh, shit. So, anyways, um. I lost my train of thought. Throwing candy at little kids. I like beer.